Good afternoon, all of my podcast listeners out there. Welcome to Hidden Images Podcast. We're going to be shaking things up a bit with my opening monologue. But before I dive into that, if you know me, if you follow me personally, then you know that for the past 10 years, I have been studying the Spanish language. And not only the Spanish language, but diving into the culture, the people, the food, everything that has to do with it. So it should come to no surprise that I would have Hispanic entrepreneurs, Hispanic guests on my show. So with that being said, welcome to Hidden Images Podcast powered by Next Level Internet Radio. And for the next two hours, we're bringing you nothing but the business that relates to Hispanic business owners, Hispanic entrepreneurs, and Hispanic culture. Now today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Yvonne Faulkner, and she is going to be talking all things related to herself and talking about what it means to be a female Hispanic entrepreneur here in the DFW. So go ahead, introduce yourself and tell tell me, tell my podcast listeners and just a little bit more about yourself. Hi, good morning. It's so nice to be here and so much nicer to hear that you want to have that connection with the Hispanic community. I mean, I love that. I think that there is nothing better than to uh, bring us all together, Mm -hmm. you know, no matter where we come from, what Mm -hmm. race we are, you know, it's all about humanity and just how we can support each other. Uh, My name is Yvonne Faulkner. Um, Actually, I was um, born in Mexico Mm -hmm. um, and um, born and raised there. And then Mm -hmm. I came here to the U.S., at a very uh, early age, and then I just continue studying. I'm a marketing consultant and designer. Um, I, I guess that's what we have a connection there yes. too, and we love business. Yes. Um, and I love to travel. I love to learn. Mm. One of my passions is to learn and keep learning, and so I can bring all of this to other people. You know, it's like. A person that I like to share what I learned so that I know if it helps me something, I can help someone else too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you ask me, ask me, and we go here in the conversation. I don't want to bore everyone. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I start uh, every episode, all my interviews. Just, just dive just a little bit into yourself, and, and then, you know, of course, the show will go on. But, yeah, let, let's talk exactly about your businesses. Tell me exactly what it is that you do again. I see you have... Um, some bowls here. Let's let's talk so about that too. Balls. Okay. Well, uh, I guess in order for me to continue and tell you what I do, I had to just give you a little bit of my story of, of how I got to this point. Mm-hmm. Because to me, everything connects. And like I yes. said, I like to continuously learn and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, as a designer, you know, my brain was always just creative, always trying to build something. And I um, uh, have my... Um, um, my advertising company when I moved here. And from there, uh, then I, um, because of the military, we started mm-hmm. traveling around. So you were so in the military? My husband, You're my okay. then husband. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I started to just moving around the States and then moving out of the country. We went to Asia and Korea specifically. So living as a military wife, it was a very mm-hmm. difficult thing to do because you have to like no matter how much you're building you have to get up 
and move all of a sudden, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. For the military yeah. people, you know, they have their space. They go welcome them, here's your office, sit down. Mm -hmm. But for the spouses that are left behind, you know, we have no opportunities. So I always have to create my own opportunities. So everywhere I go, I just had to start all over from zero. Mm -hmm. You know, and, but that makes me a stronger person because, you know, the more I learn, the more I move, uh, every time it started becoming like, if it used to take me a year to learn the language and to get to know people and all that, you know, I just kind of started make it shorter and shorter. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. go to the point, yeah. you know, yeah. mm -hmm. just go to the point and start, you know, skip all the sobbing part of it and missing mm -hmm. and just, <laughs> just go for it. Uh, then we moved to Europe and, uh, I was blessed, you know, to be in Italy where that was the mecca of art. Mm -hmm, it is. <clears throat> so I studied art restoration in Florence and uh, just kind of, you know, just polished my, uh, what I already knew how to do, you know, mm -hmm. art. And just having that extra benefit of being with the experts mm -hmm. is just an amazing, you know, opportunity. Um, so as I was... Um, using art you know i came to a very uh hard part of my life you know when it, when we return and everything just once you've been out of the u.s one of your home you know returning is just like a cultural shock over yeah. again mm -hmm. so it's just like here we go starting again mm -hmm. yeah. and um true. very true so um we went through a rough patch and during that patch you know i utilize art as a way of dealing with all my emotions mm -hmm. you know using uh you know i was working 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 just because i'm a workaholic and that was my way to deal with it but it was just making me sick physically. yeah yeah so i knew that i had to find something mm -hmm. else that was healthier for me to do yeah and art was the way where i just put on my pen on my happiness everything you know mm -hmm. in a in a more uh, emotional way to put it just a, an expression you know I didn't have to scream because I was screaming it here you know I didn't have to mm -hmm. cry because my tears were coming up reflecting through your reflecting art. Into yeah. my art I love it so I honestly can say that art saved my life mm -hmm. you know it really did mm -hmm. and as um we split, uh, divorced, and then I moved on my own and became a single mother. So I had to take care of my son and um, dealing uh, also find out, you know, with him having ADHD and so, mm -hmm. you know, was also difficult. So art also helped him. I noticed how this, this, his uh, um, focusing, he was getting more, you know. So, so he's artistic as well. When uh, it comes to art abilities? Yes. Oh, yes. awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. You know, and the thing is, you don't have to have artistic abilities in order to do art. Mm. And Wow. Because I, I don't mean to interrupt, but no, I, no, no. I've, never, I've never considered myself to be able to draw or paint. So that's why I've never, like, called myself an artist or tried to dive into that because I'm just still drawing stick figures. Mm -hmm. So Well, this is the difference, you know. You can everybody can do art you mm -hmm. know just like everybody can cook but they're not gonna be chefs right, right. just because you make art doesn't make you an artist mm -hmm. however you can make art mm -hmm. and art is subjective mm -hmm. now when we're talking about art it's not about painting and we immediately jump into 
a pink. Yeah, you know? you're right. Art mm -hmm. is, you know, as is defined in the dictionary, is a way of expression doing in a pleasant way. Mm. You know, dancing, singing, mm. music. If you watch a movie from home, you're watching art. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's a perception that we all need to change because when you think about art, you think, oh, I don't like museums. I don't go to museums or I can never afford that kind of, uh, that's, I mean, you don't need mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You just need to appreciate mm -hmm. how you watch a mm -hmm. movie, how you watch Netflix or anything. Mm -hmm. even, that's art. Yeah. Cinematography, yeah. writing is mm -hmm. art. Mm -hmm. So it, it's just a way, and you can choose whatever fits you best. Mm -hmm. But if it's a way that you can uh, put your emotions in and can get your head out of the problems of the daily life, then it's going to help you. This is what took me to go get certified as an art as a therapy and uh -huh. a life coach. Um, because I knew if it was helping me, it was going to help somebody else in mm -hmm. the process. So I started doing that. And then I implement, you know, every time that I paint, I take some time first to think, relax, meditate. Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Or how am I going to put it? Oh, you know, if, if I'm a mess, you know, how can I see what I'm doing? Yeah. So you had to step back and meditate a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I've been incorporating these type of things during my classes. Mm -hmm. This brings me to one of my business that I have, mm -hmm. which is a PIX mixer. PIX uh -huh. stands yeah. for like P, paint, inspire, create, spark. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what it means. And... So we do, you know, open air painting. We do, you know, uh, go to places where it's, uh, you know, a restaurant or public places or you have like a private event that you want to invite your friends. We do that, but I like to incorporate a little bit of letting go everything that you have inside, mm -hmm. whether it's happy, whether it's sad, anything yeah. is gonna, but it's gonna be yours. Yeah. I don't like just to go and, okay, just, Paint this line here, <laughs> then this circle here, you know. Well, that's more technical. You want technicality, yeah. I teach you that. But this is about having fun and let go. Something Expression. that you're going yes, yeah. Something that every time you're going to see hanging there mm -hmm. is going to bring you those feelings, mm -hmm. you know. So we use meditation yeah. before opening, which always keep bringing me more and more into other things, which is this what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's a sound therapy. Sound therapy. Mm. I discovered this in one of my trips. I travel a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to move to the vibe for a few months and found someone that was going to teach me the right technique to use not only the sound but the vibration that works with these balls. Mm. We have different type of balls. We have the ones that are crystal. Uh -huh. Those help you with the sound and relax you. Mm. These ones help you also with the vibrations that produce, mm -hmm. which actually work within your body uh, at a cellular level. Mm -hmm. because when you have them close to you like they, they call it like a massage therapy we bought fiber acoustics and you have to think about how your body is 70% water mm -hmm. you know what happens when you have a glass of water and you tap it you know 
you causes all these ripples mm -hmm. and make water just move and sparkles with the vibration. Well, it's the same thing that is happening inside your body. Oh. So when you think that your body is sensing it and your cells just kind of start moving inside and all that blood is just kind of streaming clear and moving, mm -hmm. it just kind of helps your um, blood system work better, lowers your blood pressure, mm -hmm. and of course, relaxes you, which, go ahead. Yeah, try that's again. what I'm thinking, I will try. So it, it, there is so much to learn about um, this, and I'm just fascinated. You can hit it a little bit hard. And then just move and just start moving around. You have to touch it in order to. It takes a little practice, mm -hmm. or else you stop it. And also, how you place your fingers around it. Because uh, if you touch it with your fingers, you're you just going to stop the stop vibration. It. Okay, I see. You just got to keep it. In. Yeah, needless to say, you know. So this has really people like mm -hmm. it and being able to bring this to to this part of the world is just mm -hmm. um, yeah. I hear it. Mm. Yep. Mm hmm I hear it. Yep. So, anyway, so this is some of the other things that I'm nice. incorporating now to, to everything that I do. And that along, you know, with, um, well, what, what actually I do for a living, you know, which mm -hmm. is still uh, my business consulting, coaching. Uh, with all of this, you know, I always um, have people coming to me for advice. And I think the fact that I have moved so much, deal with so many different cultures, mm -hmm. live in different places, has really opened up my mind and my heart to having um, tolerance mm -hmm. and accepting of everybody's uh, beliefs. And I love that. I love yes. that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think that's, I feel like that's part of the reason why we connect too, because mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I come. From my mom's side of the family, we're all black African American, but on my dad's side of the family, he's he's from Nigeria. My stepmother, she's from New Zealand. My brother-in-law, he's white. I mean, I just have so many cultures in my family. Mm -hmm. And I just love people. Yes. You know, and, and just learning about other cultures, um, it's an experience in itself. What I have found out is that the more I get to know other cultures and other religions as mm -hmm. well is it comes all to the same mm -hmm. we are so similar we just can't see it because of our own pride right. we all want at the end we want love mm -hmm. we want to be accepted yep and we just want peace mm -hmm. we all want that yes. you know whatever you call it in any language that you want to say it at the end, we are all the same, mm -hmm. and we want the same things. It just, you know, political is gets on the way, and everything else gets on the way, and the lack also of, you know, opening, um, it gets on the way. We are raised uh, in a inclusive in a way that is just what we know, yeah. you know, yeah, and 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 the way I that think. I taught you. That must be the right way. Mm -hmm. If mama told you that mm -hmm. way, that's the way it is, mm -hmm. you know? 
That is so important. And when I took my first philosophy class, that opened my eyes to understanding that everything that we were taught as a kid, you must question everything. You must question it because um, just, just exactly like you said, our mothers, they, they instill their values on us the way they were raised on us. But then we kind of have that separation, you know, and it's, it's, it's for everyone's own individual um perseverance there um just to excel in life you have to question everything you have to um get out there and figure out things for yourself everything that you've been taught not that it's a lie but you just need to go out and find out for yourself exactly yeah you know it's like when you have lived you know at least to me personally, you know, mm -hmm. if I come from Mexico and they tell us this is the best place to live, you know, you believe it and it's your place and mm -hmm. you're proud of it and so until you break that bubble, you go out and you're like, oh, <laughs> there are other things out there yeah. and they are better. Yeah. And, you know, same thing. You go out of here, go see more. Oh, mm -hmm. There are better things. There are other ways to do things, you know. It's That's exactly how I feel about the United States itself. There are other countries and cultures out there. There's beautiful places. There's beautiful places in Africa, in Mexico. Like, the media will make you think that we have it all here in America. We have a great marketing system. <laughs> we do. We do. My, because my sister one day she was uh, saying to me like, "Is this, is this really the land of the free anymore?" And I had to think about it. Like, you're right. Like, America's almost a third world country around here now. Like, we, we, we gotta get it together. You know, I, I just this year I. So this year, well, these past years are already 2022. Um, I guess I moved to Dubai for a few months, mm -hmm. and uh, it's you know, still a lot of people tell me that oh, but you have to be covered, you have to be like looking down and like, what now? Do you mean <laughs> you because you're a woman, or because you're an American, or as a woman, oh, as a woman, as okay. a woman, mm -hmm. just because it's a Muslim country, yeah, yeah. So they assume that everybody has to be covered, that woman has mm -hmm. to be covered, and all that. I mean, no, I, one thing that I can say, at least personally, in that particular country, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about any anybody any, anywhere else, mm -hmm. is, is uh, Dubai is a very open. Um, country and you see I think only about 22% of the population is actual Emirati. Mm -hmm. Everybody else it comes from Europe, from Africa, from all over the world and and they are very accepting of everybody's you know ways. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of having some respect like yeah. everywhere yeah. you go you yeah. have to respect you know the rules. You go yeah. to somebody's house you respect mm -hmm. the rules. That's true. And that's it, but um, you can learn so much uh, when you are open to actually listen to the other person mm -hmm. and just get your pers you know your perspectives, put them in one side, mm -hmm. and be open to listen to the other person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't even have to agree. Just like you say, just listen. Yes. Just Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh -huh. There is no right or wrong way anywhere. We have our ways, other people have their way, and that's perfectly fine. 
is okay. Yeah. We're all brought up in different ways. We mm-hmm. all live different situations within our own home, you know. Mm-hmm. For some people, it's okay to spank their kids. For some other people, you know, you don't ever think about mm-hmm. it, you know. I was raised with a chancla, you know, where my mom just <laughs> throw the shoe every time she gave my you just run away and hide and just go spank it for you. That's you know? right. <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah. If you don't know what a chunkla is, it, it's a sandal. And you're testing your Spanish, right? Oh, yeah. My mom never even had to tell me anything. You know, whenever she get mad, all she had to do is just give me the eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the moment you don't want to get home. Only oh, you're shopping and talk, let's go to the bathroom. Oh, you know, hell is coming, you know? <laughs> you know, so it's like... Oh, that's you know, hilarious. Even, but you don't ever think about doing that here, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, um, like, Mexicans, we're a culture that we will find, you know, your where your self-esteem is hurting, we'll find out, mm. and... We call you that name as a nickname, you know, that's, that's cruel, that's bad, but that's a cultural thing and nobody gets offended, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah. it's not offensive, mm-hmm. it's just the way it is, mm-hmm. is it good, is it bad, I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm not a psychologist, but um, that's just what is part of different cultures and being brought in a different way. I love that. One thing you said that I want to touch bases on, and I'm, I'm here with you too, like being a female entrepreneur, like we have to go out and create things for ourselves. I know Douglas and I, we spoke of something similar to this a few weeks ago. He was asking me, are, are men intimidated by women because we're out here creating things for mm-hmm. ourselves? And I kind of told to him, I, I kind of feel like, well, maybe they're not intimidated. It's it's because we're kind of forced to go out here and create it for ourselves because we're wives or we're military wives and we have to move around or some of us can't work because the husband's working nine to five. So sounds like you kind of had to go out and do the same thing, like go out and create your own success. Tell me a little bit more about creating your own success. Absolutely. Um, it's not easy. One, just being a woman makes it harder. Mm-hmm. Being yep. an immigrant mm-hmm. with an accent, you know, makes it twice as hard. Mm-hmm. You know, but still my pride and dedication and my work that I have put into it makes me have to work three times harder just mm-hmm. to prove that I'm just as good as anybody else yeah. that was born here, you know, mm-hmm. or that any man. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, it is a reality that we as a woman, we do live, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, something that I, we get paid uh, way less, mm-hmm. you know, and in fact, I was just reading uh, the other day, this is coming directly from the uh, government, the information of the data of how much women get paid in comparison with a man, you know, and the numbers are just crazy, you know, and I go, I mean, I go so angry when I see that Hispanic women yeah. are right there at the, the very bottom, bottom mm. the very bottom. And he's like, so is a feeling of like, how much I have to pedal and just yeah. keep going to get out of this puddle in order to get there when I know that my uh, education might be even better than the other person that is right. getting paid more. Mm-hmm. So... 
rather than focus on that, I try to focus in my own stuff. Mm -hmm. When you're comparing to everybody else, you are going to be miserable the rest of your life because there's always going to be people that is better than you mm -hmm. or below you, you know. So you look at the mirror and that to me is the person that I compare to. Mm. Who was I yesterday and who do I want to be today so I can become a better version of myself tomorrow mm -hmm. but the only thing that i have is today so i'm gonna make it count mm. and every day i try to do my best now doing my best to me means to not keeping just all to myself and this is where it comes is that i've been telling you yeah i like to help other people it's an instinct to me i don't do it to get Notoriety. I don't do it. I, it's just an instinct, mm -hmm. and it's very tiring because I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. I don't like uh, to socialize much, which is it will be kind of like weird if you see everything that I do. But I <laughs> love challenges. You know, I love challenges, and I say you don't like it, you're gonna do it. You know, if I say you can't. You're going to do it, you know, so <laughs> I put myself in that and I guess that comes from very early age yeah. uh, with my mom raising me that way, you know. I was working on TV since I was like eight, nine years old. I worked on TV for four years and I had my email, my, I was singing on TV and I was... <laughs> I have to see this. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, the only thing that I have is pictures. Back then, we didn't, we couldn't afford to have a video recording. You know what, the, the VHS yeah. and all that. Oh, my God, I'm dating myself here. You know what? <laughs> what does VHS even stand for? Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Uh -huh. I, I, heard, I heard about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I seriously don't so remember. Right now, yeah, there were some other things before, okay? <laughs> Just when kids will never know nowadays what a dialogue You don't even know what a dialogue is. I remember dialogue. <laughs> the pain. The pain of winning your way on to go. <laughs> anyway, so uh, what I do now. Um, when I, wherever I go, when I told you about like me moving and just yeah. kind of going to the point, mm -hmm. is about I started to build my own circle of friends, a community mm -hmm. that supports not just me but others. Yes. So I started making like in Korea, I did uh, this Hispanic group of uh, friends that we were a club. Mm -hmm. That we will do activities to maintain our traditions or cultural mm -hmm. things from all over the countries mm -hmm. that spoke Spanish. Yeah. And not, not just Mexican, but everybody. You speak Spanish, you know, you, you, you're not Hispanic, but you speak Spanish and you want to join? Come mm -hmm. on, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. um, so I've been doing this everywhere I go. And now here in Dallas, uh, when I moved here, I started with my... Uh, a Facebook group that now has become an organization with over 7,000 women wow. in the DFW area. Wow. So, it's, and what's the name of that group? That's Amigas Latinas Club. Mm -hmm. And we have the Latinas Market, mm -hmm. which is uh, the sister page for that um, association. And we do a lot of activities, uh, mostly to uh, connect. Mm -hmm. to become friends, to know each other. I have, um, as a recently, I just 
maintain Amigas Latinas, which is Latinas Franks, um, as a zero tolerance for um, business. Mm -hmm. And this is just recent because I want, you know, every time that we have a business, you know, we tend to just kind of drop the, the um, ad right there and then forget about it, come back. And then you forget, start forgetting about the real meaning of this club. Mm. And I don't want that meaning to stay I behind it. because mm -hmm. this, the intention is to be able to connect with you at a personal level. Mm -hmm. I want to know who you are, know what you're selling me. Yeah. Because yeah. if we put that on the side, I'm going to get to know what you do. Mm -hmm. And then I want to want to support you from my heart, not mm -hmm. just because. And when you create that kind of connection, mm -hmm. you you might have even more sales. Yep. You know? Because I'm so you, glad you're saying this. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we, you know, it's, and, and that comes on, you know, for all the experience that I have with yeah. marketing and, mm -hmm. you know, you know if, if we worry more about connecting with the people, yep. we will make them customers for life. Yep. You know, you don't want, do you want to sell one thing or you want to sell a hundred? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the intention here, you know, just to learn what do you want to do. Yep. Obviously, I want to do the second one. Yep. So now clearly the Latinas market is just focused on that. You have a business, you want to promote it, this is your platform. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you are a woman, a Latino background, and owns a business, this is your place to be. Mm -hmm. And this is open not only to the DFW, but everywhere in the world, everywhere that you can sell a product online, mm -hmm. you know, and at the same time connect. Yeah. Now what I do with all these is conferences, I do uh, retreats, mm -hmm. we have had a few retreats. Yeah, you've got one coming up. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I had the business retreat. Yeah, yeah, this business retreat is gonna be so full of so many good things. Mm -hmm. As for anyone that is either planning to make a business, I don't know where to start, mm -hmm. or to anybody that already have a business but is stuck there and you just want to continue growing and you don't know, you know, what direction to take. Yeah. So we're gonna have a bunch of uh, experts on the matter. You know, what is this human resources? That is. Uh, all the lawful stuff that you need to do to open up a business, mm -hmm. um, uh, anything that has to do with finances. And then we move into the marketing aspects of the social media, mm -hmm. advertising, and everything that can help and the strategies to help your business. This is going to be in Van, Texas on March 19, and it's going to be one full day of information. However, it's more than that because it's not going to be only... Um, for you to be there and get bored in the chair because you want to get up, <laughs> you want to get up, network, and have fun. Your mom does not like boring. I don't like boring. No, no. Oh, I got ADHD probably because my brain is always getting into a whole bunch of things. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, you know, it's like you got to get up and move. And so that's what we're going to have zip lining, mm -hmm. uh, wall climbing, human maze, yeah. and all this in the nature. And yeah. that connection with the nature is the part that I love, you know, mm -hmm. because then it's going to be moments that we're going to meditate, moments that we're going to be able to connect and to, you know, just mingle. And this is open for anybody, you yes. know, for anybody that wants to do it, more the merrier, because we're going to be able to make more connections. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you might know something, I don't know, mm -hmm. I know something, you don't know. And that exchange of information is what is going to help. 
I got so excited a minute ago that I'm so sorry you just saw me just getting excited when you were talking because <laughs> that is the basis of, of what I'm trying to uh, the value that I try to pour out of from my platform is that it's not it's not always about making a sale especially one sale mm -hmm. you know like building that value that connection you know every time we have those meetings it doesn't always have to be business related how's your family doing how's your mom like those things like yeah. that like how was your vacation you know and even in <clears throat> in my years of being just a merchandiser um, inside of walmart stores like that's what they they teach you even going in there i don't always have to go in talking about building displays no how was your weekend how's your family what, what's what been going on with you how was the football game did you enjoy it? how about those cowboys it's not always about making that sale but that personal connection that you feel they people remember that exactly people will remember you mm -hmm. and they might not remember always a product, but they remember mm -hmm. what a product of what you cause on them. Mm -hmm. That feeling that you make them yep. feel. Mm -hmm. You know, that's what we see all these commercials of yes. Coca-Cola and all of these. You yes. know, it's like they're not selling you the product. No, they're face. selling you a they're, feeling. They're selling you a they feeling. Are. And that's what it is. Oh, it makes me feel so cozy. And I'm yes. going to see my family. Mm -hmm. We're going to be happy ever after. Yep. Drink Coca-Cola. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You know, facts. So, you, yes. you know, it doesn't weird. Yes. You know, that those uh, NLP kind of little things that they throw mm -hmm. you into the clinical advertising. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, and this is a whole other yep. thing. It's yep. just um, how, how to sell, mm -hmm. you know. But when you know the tactics of selling, mm -hmm. but you also, from your heart, want to legitimately know mm -hmm. that person and get to know. Yep. I think that's when you have found your your passion and mm -hmm. when you know that you're doing something good um, and everything translates, you know, um, when it comes to making a sale with, you know, with a friend, um, the way that I do this, you know, is we might not have a sale in a moment, but you talk to that person and say, hey, you're not feeling good, just call me. I'll bring you a little soup when you're, you know, or, or hey, let's go shopping next week and you're connecting. And, oh, by the way, what are you, oh, I do nails, you know. Mm -hmm. like, where are you going to go the next time that you're going to have your mm -hmm. nails done? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Without asking, without selling, everything will come naturally. And I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I get a lot of heat on social media because I can, I, I hate as small business owners how we try to attack our friends and force them to buy from us. And that is just not the case. Like their consumers, their customers, they want value too. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of small business owners just try to throw their products in their friend's face here buy this buy this now I've started a business buy no I want value too what 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 value am I getting out of this what personal like we're friends but no. right. <laughs> that doesn't mean I mean if that's the case my friend shouldn't have to start a business for me to give her five or ten dollars every other week if you're if you have a business and you're relying only on your friends you're you're doing it wrong way wrong <laughs> way wrong so you need to open up your circle and, and yeah and, and you know and it also when you mention these your friends um 
it's funny how the cultural uh, kicks in here too, you know, how you are, you know, mm -hmm. like, I can only speak for my culture, you know, yeah. and like, we're only gonna go like, okay, so how much is this? Oh, will you take less? You know, and always like digging in, like, wait, there is a point where you also have to put your hand and say, my time, my work is valuable. True. You know? True. And you have to put your line there. And you don't want to mess up those, you know, friendship with uh, work, you mm -hmm. know? And then, personally, I don't like to do that. That's why I, even to my own friends, yeah. I don't even offer. They know what I do. If they need me, they will come exactly. to me. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Mm -hmm. now, and if they don't want to support me well, either maybe they just can't afford it. They can't. They don't need it. The, exactly. Oh, that, you know? too. They <laughs> may not even it's need okay. it. Like, yes. And it's okay. You don't want to be like, I'm going to talk to you no more. Yes. Like, I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, right. You may not even live in the same state. Like, I have friends like my someone was saying well you know if you have a friend that sells hair care products you should be buying your hair care pro no i shouldn't they yeah. <laughs> there's so many hair care products out there like i might just want to run down to the store and get some it may be inconvenient <laughs> they may be out of the state there's just so many factors that yeah. play it shouldn't ruin the friendship and it shouldn't i shouldn't feel pressured because you're my friend to to buy from me if anything i'll just give you five dollars here's for here you go for me <laughs> If I'm selling jackets, I'm not going to call my friend in Miami, hey, get, get one jacket. Exactly. <laughs> like, Don't need it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Unless if it comes below 70 degrees. Oh, it might. And they won't need no, it for don't. long. Not there. <laughs> well, you know, they, they get, you know, everything that goes below 70, they just get... <laughs> You know what's so funny? Like when it snows here in Texas, like the whole world just feels so sorry for us. Like, <laughs> right. So I get it. Like that's funny. I know. I go in there with, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> I mean, I live in places where, you know, it's just snowing all the time. I live in Nebraska. Uh -huh. It's one of the places that I live in. We just shovel that snow out and, you know. Like it's nothing. I don't think I could think of, I'm not going to work today. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you know. We, we snow last year. I, I, the whole week I took off work. I didn't go to work. I didn't try because I was a vendor. So I had to drive around from store yeah. to store anyway. So, but yeah, that was a good excuse for us here in Texas. <laughs> well, you know, we are not prepared for this type of weather. It mm -hmm. really is, you know, mm -hmm. so, you know. And, and you know, thank you to all of the the fire firefighters oh, yes. and everybody yes. else that I had to mm -hmm. go out there and work. Yeah. Uh, regardless, you know, mm -hmm. is thank you. <laughs> Take yeah. this moment for all that. Yeah. Doctors and everybody else that had to still deal with it. Well, yeah. the rest of us are at home, uh, just that working from true. home or that is true. Taking a day off. <laughs> mm -hmm. That is very true. Thank you for bringing light to that. I know a lot of people probably don't even think about stuff like that. Um, but yes, you're right. Thank you to all the servicemen and women out there who are out there fighting the fight. Like you said, we at home warm because <laughs> I, I can't do it. But, you know, just just like um, Brandon at the real, is that his name? Brandon? I'm sorry, mm -hmm. at the real club. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's 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 out there, you know. Service in the community as well, and he's not a man or a woman in blue, so we can do it too. We, as community, if we pull together, you know, we don't have to be a service leader to, you know, provide service to our community. So, Absolutely. anybody out there listening, if you could 
lend a helping hand, <clears throat> do that. Just as simple as going and check on your neighbor sometimes. You never know mm -hmm. who you'll be lifting up uh, their spirit or mm -hmm. what's happening, you know. Yep. And it's, I guess this brings us to the point of just being kind to each mm -hmm. other and do something nice for each other every yeah. time we can mm -hmm. without any expectations, you know, because yep. that's the most important. I think that one of the biggest things that we as a human beings get uh, depressed, sad, or, or anything else is because we set our own expectations in certain manner that when we don't get it, a response in that way, then we don't accept it. Mm -hmm. So, but when you're doing something that is from your heart without expecting, not even a thank you, without expecting anything in return, you feel good that you did something because you wanted to do it. And when you actually get something back, mm -hmm. that's the greatest feeling ever. It is. You know? Yeah. So I think if we all did a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. it will change this world. Yeah. Yeah. But it's one step at a time and each step starts with us. Yep. Starts with you self. Know, just mm -hmm. getting out there and just do any little thing that you might think that it, I always tell my girls in the organization, mm -hmm. like, just treat others like the way you want to be treated. Yeah. You know, if you want to be treated with respect, be respectful. Yeah. If yep. you want people to be tolerant to your thinking, then be tolerant to others. You don't mm -hmm. like what you see, what you think, move on. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't hurt, you know, doesn't affect you personally, move on. Yep. Keep going. Accept. Let it go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let it go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or so. choose not to accept and just don't say anything. Yeah. Not to accept and still let it go. Like there's a certain things in life I don't accept it. Well, but I just don't dwell on it or make it a problem in my life. What I meant is just like to accept that it was said. Yeah. Accept. Yeah. Like when they say, you know, let's agree to disagree. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's an agreement right there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, exactly. I don't even want to talk. Yes. You know, it's up to you how you mm -hmm. want to take it later. But uh, yeah. And you were just speaking before I uh, forget. You were talking about your vendor. And so many, uh, you know, people out there that have uh, a side business or something. Mm -hmm. I also have another uh, Facebook group that is uh, for vendors. Oh, okay. And it's called Vendors and Venues Network, mm -hmm. which is basically the same um, as a Latinas market, but for the American market or mm -hmm. for everybody else. And yeah. So... Welcome to join. Anybody's welcome to join. And right there is where you see the um, whenever the next um, event is coming up, that you mm -hmm. have a chance to go and sell your products, then you'll find it there. Mm -hmm. So, so I'm, I'm going to admit something here, but I want you to help me um, because you can help me. So, with you being a Hispanic woman and you having um, these groups for just specifically for Hispanic women and um, there's nothing wrong with that at all I have my magazine and it's specifically for black owned businesses but I'm having a hard time really being comfortable just conveying that mm -hmm. 
I think I need help in understanding how to just say, yeah, this is for black owned businesses, even for myself. Like, I don't know if I don't want to be offensive, but it's needed in our culture, just like it's what you have going on is needed in your culture. Mm -hmm. So help me with that. How do I get over that? That scarce, that scarce, that scarcity that I'm having inside of me. Just to say, this is a black-owned magazine. Just like that. <laughs> I mean, I know. <laughs> okay, is anybody else working it? Is anybody else putting the sweat and tears that you're putting into it? Is anybody else paying your bills? Is no. anybody sitting no. there in your brain making up all these ideas and making the connections happen? No. What are you worrying about? Mm -hmm. I think that each one of us, as a woman, as a minority group, mm -hmm. um, we're always going to be criticized. We're mm -hmm. always going to be uh, looked down upon. And this is not only a problem in the U.S. This is a problem in the whole world. You know, you know, with whether there is racism or not, it's not the question. Mm -hmm. There is. Mm -hmm. How is it dealt with in every place is different. But you cannot be focusing on that. You cannot be focusing on the haters or on the ones that are going to come yeah. and, and push you down. There, you cannot continue to be worried because you will never get up out the bed. You're going to mm -hmm. be depressed and crying and do nothing. Which means you're not going to be doing all of this good that you're doing for your own community. Mm -hmm. You know, we all had to be represented by someone and, and made a force. Now, I feel that as you and me in this case, connecting and bringing that gap together yeah. and eventually so we can bring everybody else together is just a way to contribute to our society. Mm -hmm. You know, you know better how the thinking of your culture is, how the thinking of African-American groups were... Um, their uh, traditions, their mm -hmm. uh, lingos, their everything. So that's your market. Mm -hmm. That's who you are selling this idea to. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that you can support because that's the knowledge that you have. Mm -hmm. I can with confidence say I can support my culture, Hispanics, because I know not just the language, yeah. But I know the emotions, I know the reactions, I know how we like things done. And if I can help to push that so we can be at a level or the same level that I'm, I'm married to an American man. Why does Kanget? So both times. I didn't learn my first time. <laughs> so <laughs> so I I have that connection as well, so, you know, I, you know, uh, and so I, I have been lucky to be able to have the bridge where to me, you know, I can go, I, I know just as much as one as I know from the other one, I might not be born into a white community, but I deal with one every day, mm -hmm. you know, and all my work that I have work, I um, work at a as a marketing coordinator uh, at a hospital, you know, with 15 patients, every single doctor was white, every single person was white, mm. you know. Um, and although it was hard at first to me, 
I had to learn the ways. Like we Hispanics are very cozy, you know. We we come to you, we hug everybody, we love, we kiss, you know. Yeah. That's just our in our nature. We're mm -hmm. not doing it. And I'm never gonna forget the first time, you know, when I wanted to try to oh just hug the whole what are you gonna do to me? You know, like, like they're not used to it, you know, mm -hmm. it's a little bit colder. Yeah. Um but, you know, you go learning and closing that gap. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, when I'm doing this with Hispanics, is uh, trying to close that gap. Mm -hmm. And trying to not only tell them it's only us and that's it. And, and that, to me, is the difference. Is yeah. I try to yeah. tell them, go out uh -huh. and mingle with everybody. Go out. We're not just the best. We're not the only ones. Mm -hmm. You live in a country that you choose to move to, that you know that it is a melting pot of everybody. You want to be accepted? Then go outside and accept everybody else. Mm -hmm. You want people to know you. Learn the language. You want people to... Uh, so that's my... Uh, little, uh, how do you say, my little contribution there for mm -hmm. society in this. And I don't see it as a, okay, it's just going to be us and this is going to be just like we are at home because we are not at home. Yeah. We're just mm -hmm. trying to maintain those traditions. We're mm -hmm. just trying to pass that on to generations because they start getting forgotten. That is one thing I do love about the Hispanic culture is they pass on traditions, pass on culture. It's like, it's, it's a mission inside of them to make sure that their daughters or their sons learn the language, learn the culture. And you're right, I think that it, it's getting washed away here a little bit um, in America. Same for, you know, black culture um, and other cultures as well. But um, I appreciate that advice because I really have had a hard time like, <clears throat> trying to pitch it to people like yes it, it is a black owned magazine but sometimes I do get uncomfortable and I'll say well it's just an online magazine an advertising magazine when you I think that when your approach changes to know that you're doing the right thing mm -hmm. because that's who you want to support and mm -hmm. who you feel com comfortable to be able to guide in the better way mm -hmm. uh, you just gotta feel secure about yourself yeah, and present it in true. that way. Yeah. But always be open to what can we do for you mm -hmm. as a community, as a Black American community. What can we do for you to uh, make us stronger as a unified um, country, city, whatever you wanna call mm -hmm. it. But you know, there's BT channel. There's mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Which is that's true, know, the same thing. Univision, Telemundo, that's, you know, they are focused to certain. That's uh, true. So, what will you feel bad about it? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just me. You're right. Like, it's just something that I just have to uh, continue building that confidence as, I, as I'm growing, you know, when I'm out there pitching it and everything. And, and my goal, I honestly, is to have one for the Hispanic community as well. Full Spanish, where we just interview Hispanic entrepreneurs and just write these articles about all the 
black and hispanic entrepreneurs here in the dfw so maybe there's something you and i can collaborate on absolutely, <laughs> absolutely yeah. like trust me when i have so many where i don't have enough time to do everything you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a four-year-old also that I take care of myself, mm -hmm. so it's just like a, a working from home and trying to do everything at the same time. It gets overwhelming sometimes, yeah. but yeah. it's hard for me to pick and choose because I love everything that I do. Yeah. I mean, I truly can say that I love what I do, mm -hmm. um, but <clears throat> some of these things has actually be the reason why I started doing all of this because mm. I needed to find a balance in mm -hmm. my life yeah. where I'm not just killing myself literally, you know, mm -hmm. um, with so much work. Mm -hmm. I needed something to shut down my brain at night when I go and put my head on the pillow and say, it's enough, go to sleep. Because the minute that I put my head, I like, okay, oh, I got an idea. You know? And then I get up, go grab the computer, and I, pretty soon it's 3 o'clock in the yeah. morning, mm -hmm. and I still have to get up at 6. Yeah. So, you know, that that's bad habits. Mm -hmm. you know? So I needed to break the cycle and find something that gets me um, grounded and balanced. And all this meditation and art and... Um, sound healing reiki which i also master with reiki mm. and yoga has really helped me yeah to breathe mm -hmm. learn to uh learn that it's enough what i do is enough mm. you know there will be a tomorrow hopefully mm -hmm. you know but if nothing else i know that today i made the best mm -hmm. that i could do you know so Definitely recommend uh, to everybody. Um, maybe if it's not this, just kind of try to find that connection, that mm -hmm. balance. What makes you happy? Mm -hmm. You know, everybody will have something that is gonna be the one. If he's playing golf, if he's just sitting down and read a book, yeah. If but take that time to yourself and put it on your schedule. Though, just like you put, like I had to go grocery shopping, I had to go. Mm -hmm. car, just put it on your schedule. 30 minutes, whatever. Yeah, that's all you This need. is your me time. Mm -hmm. You're going to read, you're going to sit there, you're going to do nothing. You're going to sit outside and drink your coffee. Mm -hmm. And not going to be thinking about all this work you have to do. Just think about yourself, nature. Look at the trees, look at the birds, look at the ground. <laughs> all the things that we need to be thankful for that's something i need to learn from my husband because he is at peace with himself like he can sit and look at nature go fishing like he can do a lot of things by himself but me i always need somebody with me go to the store with me go to the mall with me let's do this or let me jump on the phone card it's i i have to find time for myself you know what I found? Uh, you say you need always someone. <laughs> I was that person. I was <clears throat> with my ex. I was, <clears throat> if I needed some, come on, let's go in a company, you know? Yeah. Not that I needed to drive me or anything. I just yeah, needed just... someone to just be there looking yeah. at me that I was shopping. Yeah. <laughs> or just to get, do you like this color or this color? Yeah. But it's just, when you realize that, I mean, what is what you deeply really want? Mm hmm. And then you're really going to find yourself that when you feel complete, mm -hmm. you don't need anyone. Mm 
-hmm. You are with someone because you choose to be with that person. Mm -hmm. Just like with your husband, you you are with him because you want to be with that person. But is it really his company what you want? Or is it that affirmation that you need from him? Mm -hmm. What is it? You have to find that what you're really looking for. Talking about these things that you need yeah. to make. One thing that it helped me about is just to feel, just face your fears. When you are facing your fears and put them face to face to mm -hmm. yourself, then you know how to tackle them. Mm. You know, when you tackle those fears, it's not going to be easy. Right. It just like a lot, I know a lot of people that don't like to drive, you know, or going more beyond an hour, you know, even with the girls, you know, oh, where is it going to be the event? Oh, that's more than 30 minutes. Okay, so the DFW anyway, you're gonna be at least an hour. Right. You know? Don't tell me that when you used to drive in the periférico there in Mexico City for two hours sitting in the traffic, you know. But it's how society starts changing our standards. Um, anyway, so when you're facing your fears, you can go straight to the point and just tackle them. Yes. Like I was talking about the driving part. You start driving one hour. Next time you want to drive an hour and a half. Pretty soon you're like me. You're driving all over the country. No problem. <laughs> I found myself. One thing that I love is to travel alone. I do like that. I, I do. I do like that. I find that not on a plane though. I have a fear of planes. Never been on one. No, do you know there is a love? You can easily die faster in a car crash than in a plane. And know? everybody says that, and I'm like, you know what? I still am afraid of the plane. Oh, we got we got some other issues there. It's understandable. Trust me, I, I don't like it, especially when it's taking off. Mm -hmm. just, like, just when I like to always get a window so I know I'm going to fall. Mm. You know? <laughs> like, well, is it water or is it a mountain? You know, I do. I really do. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, at the end, what I like to do traveling alone is that I get to be with myself. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I don't have time to do when I'm here. Because either I have one kid, the other kid, you know, my husband, work, clients, yeah. and, I, and I never connect with myself and hear my own feelings and emotions. Mm -hmm. So when I am travel alone, I do. I talk a lot to, to me yeah. mm -hmm. and what do I want and actually take time to see nature, see the flowers, mm -hmm. see the things that somehow in your daily life you don't get to to view the nature, to view the beauty on it. You know, we, we look so much um, to what are we going to have next? What are we going to have next? Yeah, that you right. And that we're missing what really matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do need to eat. Yes, we yeah. do need to have a car. We don't, but how much? What is going to be the point that you are happy? Mm -hmm. Is it ever going to happen? Right. Is it ever going to be enough? Mm -hmm. You have to ask that yourself. One of the things I like uh, living in Europe was that people is not worried about going shopping every day. Mm. Or that uh, 
worrying about okay i got this blouse oh but i may find on the same color yeah you know it, it's about quality mm -hmm. not so much about quantity you know people can buy a couch and that's gonna last them you know it's gonna be expensive but it's gonna be good quality yeah and it's gonna last them 20 30 years and passing to generations mm. so they're not worried about they having to work because they need to buy new furniture new clothes new, new. no mm -hmm. they're worried about still spending time with their family don't worry about it's 10 o'clock they need to have their first wine or <laughs> 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 oh, their cappuccino in the corner <laughs> or their beer whatever but it's more laid back mm -hmm. and here we are used to it you know because of tv tell us because uh, the shows tell because society in general keeps telling us the new iphone is out <laughs> and we need it we need it or else you are behind or right. else you know what I look good mm -hmm. we're so worried about a status yep mm. we are so worried about our the way we look mm -hmm. because we are constantly presented by social media by <clears throat> the communication uh, TV and shows and everything else about how we're supposed to look yeah if we're not skinny like a stick we're fat and if we're too fat, oh girl, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so it, you, you're never gonna make people happy. Right, never. So what about you just make yourself happy? Mm -hmm. And go by your own standards, build your own standards, your own. I deal with this a lot um, when I move away from my country because we are a society that you cannot do anything, anything without thinking about <laughs> what the neighbor's gonna say. Mm. Or what, what your grandma's gonna think. Oh, forget about what <laughs> the people is gonna talk. Yeah. What people? Until, you know, and, and I was just like that. I'm living with a, with a one girl is like, what? No, I cannot wear this. What people's gonna think if I have a hole in my pants? What? Mm. <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> so, in, in just like I was telling you, how can you feel stronger about yeah. this? I, me, Yvonne, decided that if he wasn't paying my bills, if he wasn't giving me food, if he wasn't affecting me personally, why should I take in consideration what they think? Absolutely. People are going to think. You're never going to please everybody. Right. Never. Right. But if right. you please yourself, you'll be happy. And when you're happy, you make other people happy. Yeah. Mm. So it's like a change, you know, mm -hmm. it's like the domino effect. Mm -hmm. When you're happy, you do good, you do good, you're gonna make someone else happy. And they're gonna go do good. Gonna I like that. And then the cycle just continues. That's right. how it is, you know. It's it's definitely a process, you know, and us as people, it's a process that we just need to just jump on board and just get a hold of it. You know, just like you say, just spread that kindness. And those are things like we like I've been taught that since I was a baby. Like none of that changes. It's like like you said, the social media, you know, that that has a lot to do with the, the, the times of changes a lot, you know, so. I think that if you are on social media, that it is important to take those breaks. Like a lot of people, you see, I'm like, I need to take a break from social media. Do that. You probably need to because mm -hmm. it's probably stressing you out. 
And then a lot of the small business owners, I try to encourage them, stop trying to build your brand on social media, meaning Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, you're going to you're going to reach people that is advertising platform, but I don't, I personally don't think, and, and you do marketing as well, and you're, you're more expertise than I am. So you tell me if I'm wrong, but like you said about the personal connections, but I think that it's more important that people get off of social media with their business and start diving more into like Google, like really growing their business on the Google platform. What do you think? Well, when you're talking about Google, Google is a crawler for information. Mm -hmm. That information is going to be found within your website. Mm -hmm. Your website is going to have content. When you're searching a product, when you're searching something, Google is not going to go and look into Facebook or Instagram. They're not. No, nope. no, nope. they only crawl into the website yep. and they are looking, mm -hmm. their algorithms are always and constantly yep. changing. Mm -hmm. So what Google cares more right now is about content yep. and that goes to the value. Mm -hmm. What value are you giving to your customers? So <clears throat> as a business owner, um, you should be providing value to your people. Yeah. You know, um, if let's talk about, I don't know. Tell me any business <laughs> like okay if you do taxes mm -hmm. okay you you provide a service of taxes then the best way is no selling okay i do your taxes or here comes april bring me your taxes you know trying to sell so that's not gonna bring you the people it's gonna be the value because people don't know you so they want to know what are you going to provide for them mm -hmm. so you're going to explain and maybe Make a blog, what are taxes? Mm -hmm. How would it affect you not to do it? Where are the little things that you can save on taxes? You know, all of these things for the business, yep. all these things as a personal, you know, or as a marriage, which one is more convenient for you to mm -hmm. follow? When you are providing people with content, yep. you want to attract your customers. Same thing with the crawlers, web crawlers such as Google. Mm -hmm. They're going to find out more traffic into that page because there's content therefore it's going to start slowly going up and up and up yeah. so by the time that you find look for someone that says taxes in dallas then your page is going to come up mm -hmm. yeah now that takes time it and does. it also takes a lot of money yeah because it's not all free and this is where people need to understand mm -hmm. just this morning has someone okay i want to have my page and just be on top of google okay no. well you know this is an investment right <laughs> Free only goes so far. Yeah. <clears throat> you yep. know, and, and these are corporations that live, you know, this is their business. Yeah. And this is why Facebook starts charging for all the advertising. It's not that Facebook is free, you know, it's costing to all of these ads that you see, they're paying for you to be able to have friends. Mm-hmm. You know. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, because you, you just hit it on the money, cause even with um I'll just use me for example, even like with me building the Women with Purpose Tour, like I'm really trying to build our platform on Google. And yeah, you can Google Women with Purpose Tour and we're going to pop up. But I'm trying to get us to the point to where you Google, just like you say, seminars right. for women. And then we pop up. That's totally different mm -hmm. than being, you know, than just Googling a business name and then right. it popping up. So it's going to take time. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of work mm -hmm. and money.
Yeah. <laughs> as a reality, you yeah. know, but as long as people is knows this and and understand that there is an investment, just the same mm -hmm. way that you go and buy the products to sell, let's say a restaurant, if they need to buy the meat, they need to buy the, you know, vegetables, they need to buy the plates, and be like, well, they also need to let people know they're there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's usually a marketing is something that they don't usually put in their budget. Mm -mm. And they call it, oh, how much is this going to cost? No, it's it's not an expense. It's an investment. Right. And the sooner a business owner puts in their head mm -hmm. that marketing, advertising is an investment, just like everything else that they have, the sooner they will understand the importance yep. of how to grow their business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so, I, I think a lot of business owners, they want to see that, that ROI, that return on investment so quickly. But when it comes to that investment, you may not see it. You may not see a return on a good Google ad campaign for a year or two years, maybe even three. Hmm. <laughs> you, you know, it, it's just funny, you know, out of one ad, maybe you get a thousand and those thousand, mm -hmm. you know, there goes a funnel, you know, who really completed mm -hmm. the forms. It was only 400 out of those 400, you know, and then out of those 1,000, maybe you get three. Right, exactly. You know, yep. so that's when you need a strategy, mm -hmm. you know, how much or where do you want to put your money? Mm -hmm. Maybe you're in an early stages of your business, you need to focus more on to the networking part of it. Yep. Maybe you need to use it always, you know, to, to get yourself out there mm -hmm. and make those connections. You know, maybe you need to, a lot of people just want to use what is for free. We all want mm. to yeah. get the free stuff. Yeah. You know? But free, like I said, get you only so far. Mm -hmm. You know, and because everybody else is there, well, everybody starts just using that. And this is we go back to the groups. You know, groups are a great way to build up um business because you are targeting your audience directly right there mm -hmm. within a group. Yeah. That they're willingly going to it mm -hmm. you don't even have to purchase them you yep. don't even have to come they are willing to be part of mm -hmm. that community and they'll have similar interests mm -hmm. but when you, you have to take care of it because when you leave a channel uh just by itself very soon you find ad 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 ad, ad very soon everything becomes a platform for just throwing ads who in the right mind just, just go and sit on your TV? Oh, I got an hour. I'm going to put in the channel with all commercials. Mm. No one. Nobody. You're going to get out of there as soon as you can. You got now Netflix. You cannot even like wait for a 30 second ad. Even in YouTube, you skip the five seconds. Yep. Because yep. nobody wants to see it. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So you just got to, you know, have a strategy mm -hmm. of what you want to do. Mm -hmm. And each business is different. Each. <clears throat> You know, and each level of the business that you are in, it goes in a different way. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, there is not a magic um, way to do marketing. No, it so, isn't. So At if all. anybody comes to you as a business yeah. owner and tells you, yep. I'm going to get you all this bunch of, you know, 
business going on, followers that you appear on Google, they're lying to you. Lying. Because it is, mm -hmm. needs consistency, mm -hmm. investment, and strategies. That's why you can do ABC with the same ad, you know, in different ways to yep. see mm -hmm. which one is going to work That's better. So you're supposed to do that, you know, to see which one is working better. Right, to yeah, see which one are. is going to be, mm -hmm. you know. And you never know. And it could be something totally different than what you're expecting for yep. people to react. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and it's just crazy because it has happened in that world. You didn't think that maybe an ad with a little kid was going to work. Oh, you think that it's going to be all cute and so well. Or or maybe just a plain white screen with a few there's you know, that is testing the market. Mm -hmm. So yeah. there's so many different ways to do it, but you know, that takes a strategy. So anybody that comes to you and say, you know, that took a little course on you know, <laughs> Instagram or something, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, you wanna spend your money, go for it. <laughs> but, um, and unfortunately, like uh, in my career, it's happening a lot. and. And we are suffering in, in that part of it because, you know, you watch a YouTube video and they think they're experts. Yeah. Mm. You know, you they watch a, um, they have Canva now, that come and now mm -hmm. they think they're like, they're designers now. <laughs> Must be, well, what can I do, you know? <laughs> I'm thinking about all those you know, years in school that I couldn't have saved and party and you know, mm -hmm. it is what it is. And now we have Canva, now we have YouTube and I'll teach you this, I'll show you that in five minutes. And I'm actually creating a crash course <laughs> on marketing versus advertising. I'm not that. saying they're no good. No, I'm saying no, that definitely, you have to be clear, you are not an expert after watching this. You sh we should yeah. have a, you know, um, how do you call this? Oh. Disclaimer. A disclaimer. Yes, exactly. a disclaimer. <laughs> you should have a disclaimer that says, well, do not feel like an expert after watching you. <laughs> By no means, you know. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's so good. And providing education, providing content that is useful, you are placing yourself with value. That's I'm, yeah, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I am. I uh, I like what you said too about budgeting. I wanted to touch bases on that because it is so important, you know, when you're starting a business is to set a budget and part of that budget needs to be how much you're going to place on those that marketing campaign or that Google ad mm -hmm. or whatever type of ad you're running. And I was watching a YouTube video the other day <laughs> <laughs> and one of the guys was, he was talking about budgets and he was saying, you know, starting off with like a budget of, of, of course within your own, but like $10,000 is a good budget to start off with, to put behind an ad campaign. And I'm thinking in my head, 10, grand for just to start off for a google ad campaign and he's right like if you really want to get your business out there it is going to take a few thousand of dollars to really um find the ad campaign that works for you because part of that you know you're testing the waters with these with a few here and there but i i don't i don't know how soon i will be ready myself 
to even run campaigns that are ten thousand. That's demoralizing. <laughs> you know, how many people really have ten thousand? I know. Save just for marketing itself. Probably. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about small business owners, first of all, you want to start being your own uh, boss, just because you can no longer, you know, take working for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So your attitude is always, uh, you know, entrepreneur thinking is different of other people, you know, because we'd rather work 20 hours a day for a fraction of what we get earned in, in a company mm -hmm. just because we want to be our own boss and because we truly believe that we're going to make our product or service or business grow. Mm -hmm. And that's ultimately the goal that we'll have, you know, but uh, it takes being an entrepreneur being a business owner is not for the faint of heart. You know, right. It's not easy. Right. It's not. It's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's no days off. No. It's no vacation. It doesn't happen overnight. No, it doesn't nope. happen overnight. <laughs> so you have to put your work on it. Mm -hmm. You know, you know that for a year you might not sleep, you know. But, <laughs> yep. but how much do you really want this? Mm -hmm. You know, are you going to wait until you have all the money or are you going to start growing slow? That's up to you. Now, mm -hmm. you have the money, go for it. Right. The more you, the sooner it happens, the better, you know. And they say, you know, money makes money. And it's true. Yeah. Um, but 10,000 is, is just not um, something that I will say. First of all, because every business is different. Mm -hmm. And I go by percentage. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have, let's say that you have the $10,000 that you want to open up the business, you know, you have to see first, is it going to be an online business? Is it going to be a business that required to have a space, you know, like a commercial space? Is mm -hmm. it going to be a business? Okay. Inside that commercial space, you want to need electricity, water, yeah. telephone, everything else. Mm -hmm. So you get all these expenses. So all those expenses you divide, you know, in a certain percentage. And then you divide the other percentage with the merchandise or everything else. And then you divide also right there 5 to 15% to begin maybe mm -hmm. with the marketing mm -hmm. efforts. And then from there also, you know, it's different from the advertising. What are you going to have to print? You need the banners, you need the flyers, you need uh, yep. what you need. Mm -hmm. um, and each and every single business is going to be different. Mm -hmm. I was talking yesterday with a client and she's uh, trying to bring coffee. Hmm. Like, okay, I want to sell it in, um, in social media and go to the Facebook and all that. Okay. So you think you're going to sell it like that? <laughs> no. You have a product that people need to try and taste. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to go yep. out there and you yep. need to get yourself a selling booth in yep. festivals and every week can be mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. You need people to taste that. You need, yep. we, there's only so much of social media. A picture is going to look good, but if you don't taste it, mm -hmm. you're going to go to the one that you already know. Yeah. That's true. So, mm. you know, we purchase with our senses. Mm -hmm. We need the eyes with a nice picture, with a nice presentation. Mm -hmm. We need our hands to touch it. Yep. We need our smell, sense of smell. Is it good candles? You know, how you going to sell a candle? Yep. They look pretty, but sometimes they don't smell. Mm -hmm. Or it's not That's what you expected, you know. Mm -hmm. And even the sound, like when you have a commercial space, you know, you need that to feel peaceful, to feel, you know, 
or you go to a restaurant and you have all this music <laughs> that it just drives mm. you crazy. You just want to move out and get out of there mm -hmm. as quick as you can. Because everything affects your senses and everything affects the way that we uh, act uh, as a buyers. So. It does. That's so true. I think that's important too. I know when I'm out shopping, I, I'm doing the same thing. You're right. I'm touching stuff, trying on stuff. Oh, especially clothes. I, <laughs> I do not even buy clothes online. You can't get me to go to your mm -hmm. online shop mm -hmm. and buy anything online. I have to try it on. Right. So and that is totally way. important. And the same way. And how you notice there's never watches on the stores or anything like that. They don't want you to know how much time how you spend there. They don't want you That's to true. Know. That is really true. No <laughs> clocks on the wall. Never. No, <laughs> yeah, because though even if you're in there and you're and you're not even shopping, just you being in there makes other people mm -hmm. want to come in. You know, that's, that's just how it is. We, we're attracted to, to what's going on. Like, what are they doing over there? Mm -hmm. You know? Curiosity. You know? Yeah, exactly. Curiosity. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, uh, when I used to work at uh, Zales, that was one of the things that we had to do. Well, they, I had to because I was just so good at it. But <laughs> just getting people in the store. Like, I was always the one just big and loud. Hi, come on in today. We have amazing deals going on. Like, it's just... That personality, everything, value, all of that just plays a part into it. And I'm I'm just so glad I understand that. I know a lot of my people, they don't know that, but I'm trying to, I'm really trying to convey that on my platform is that if you really want to build your business, build that value, make those connections. Like that is so important. And you brought up Coke. I bring up Coke all the time. Nike, what have they done? Follow their motto see what they're doing and um coca-cola definitely has built their brand and i i, I give it to them i give it to them i think you know one of the things that that they say or not they say or it's true is that coca-cola sold what 12 bottles in their first year and now look at them they see they sold 12 bottles of soda in their first year of business and now look at Coca-Cola today. And now their marketing efforts goes, a big portion of that goes into more marketing. Mm -hmm. Same thing with yeah. Apple. Mm -hmm. Apple yeah. is the same thing. They're selling oh, you, yes, they, their marketing strategies are so great. They're selling you that emotion, that feeling mm -hmm. that I'm better than you if, you know, if I have an Apple watch. <laughs> yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still sticking to my Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Android. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yes, that's it's fascinating this world, you know, yeah. of of how you represent yourself. And speaking of representing your product, branding mm -hmm. should be the number one thing yeah. that you have to do with a product. Who do you want to be? You are your face of your product, of your mm -hmm. servant, of who you're selling. And if you don't present yourself, then who is it gonna present? The product itself. How is it going to talk to the people? Right. Is it going to talk to young people? Is it going to have the same language that a 60-year-old person is going mm -hmm. to have? So you have to match that language, mm -hmm. those colors, those, the um, uh, thinking. Mm -hmm. And all of these goes involved in part of the branding and the product. Mm -hmm. That is so, so important. Yeah. And brand awareness. 
I, I was telling my sister that this past weekend because we were talking about the whole the friends buying and price issue and she's like well why do you even feel that way and you have a magazine for small businesses and I'm like because I'm trying to teach them to build brand awareness. <laughs> I'm trying to tell them like that. That is the message that I'm trying to convey from my platform is that it's not all about price or pricing. Uh, oh, no, no. That's only a <laughs> tiny piece of the puzzle. Right. Of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, and if you've done your marketing research and you've done your strategy work, then once you set your prices, you... You shouldn't even have anything to worry about after that because you, you're going to set them accordingly. Now, of course, you know, times change, things go up. You might need to adjust things here and there. But part of your market research is figuring out the price or the value to what your competitors are offering to how much they're charging. What are you offering? What are you doing different? So it's just like you say, that price it's just a fraction, but if you've done your research before you set your price, once you set it, you're good. And it's not just about comparing other people's price. Mm -hmm. It's about you have to consider the sources that you're getting your product. If it's a product, mm -hmm. how much you're spending on the product. Exactly. How much, if it's a service, how much time are you really spending on a service? Mm -hmm. You know, as a photographer, I am a photographer as well, mm -hmm. <clears throat> commercial photographer. People is, oh, this much, but it's only one hour. <laughs> it's so insulting. Mm. You know, you just when you do want to say, like, okay, bye. Mm. <laughs> you know, people don't know the amount of hours that you require to be behind the computer in order to be editing every single picture. That's mm. the part. You know, you, people don't know that a camera lens can cost you to $5,000 yes. just for that one camera lens. Mm -hmm. And then you just need all the equipment and just like phones, yeah. they go outdated like within a oh, year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or they want to take your picture with an iPhone. <laughs> and they're a photographer or a videographer. Oh, that burns me up. I just had to jump in. I don't even advertise myself as a photographer anymore. And it's because, you know, there's going to be 10, 20 to jump out because they just got a little camera and other photographers. Or because they took the little baby's picture and looking with somebody telling them, oh, good. And now they think mm. they can go and charge for it, which they're all the right to do, you know, but this is where you compare, you know, mm -hmm. and if people don't know the quality, you know, they can give you the same thing. They can give you a uh, fish, chicken, or they can give you a good mm -hmm. filet mignon, you right. know, you cannot compare. There's nothing I can do about that. Right. Mm. You know, how much you want to spend on it, you know, that's. Help to people. That's how I feel about margaritas. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I when my husband and I got married, because I love margaritas, and one of my favorite margaritas, Mikosina has it. I don't know if you've tried it, but Taco Diner, their sister company. So if you've ever tried there, the Mamba Taxi, oh my gosh. So when I got married, my husband and I, I literally stopped because we drove to Vegas because I'm scared of planes, remember? <laughs> We drove oh, to so Vegas. Like <laughs> we drove. <laughs> but on, on our two-week road trip, I literally like, no, let's stop at this restaurant. I want to taste their margarita. Let's stop here. I want to and I take took all these pictures and I'm like, husband, no. 
none of these compare to that mama taxi back home. Like, I'm ready to get back to Dallas where I, I know the margaritas are good. But you're right. Like, you're birthing. I'm going to have to take you to Mexico. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's a better one out there. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, we'll be friends as long as you don't ever tell me that Taco Bell is Mexican. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> no, oh, <laughs> uh, nah. I used to work at Taco Bell when I, right after high school, but uh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> even no. even myself, I still get um, and while with some of the you know, Mexico is big in their culinary. You know, it's mm -hmm. yep. that was a year a yep. few years back that won number one in internationally in mm -hmm. their cuisine. Um, where I come from, really, like, I'm from the north, so we don't have as much variety as in the south. Mm -hmm. You know, like, to us, I grew up with carne asada, you know, just grilled steaks, and that was the thing, like, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> like, mm. my, my grandpa was like, if he didn't see a piece of meat on his plate, that was not meat. <laughs> that was not food, like, where's my meat? <laughs> you can even a whole big, you know... Play, but if it was not me, my grandpa would be angry. Like, they're not feeding me. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. But uh, and in the south, you know, their culinary is just so amazing. Uh, uh, mole enchiladas, all kinds of things that you know, like uh, even insects that I don't dare to eat. I'm not that. <laughs> Sorry, but you know, but they they're such a big culinary and the mm -hmm. taste of it is definitely. I haven't found yet anything here that tastes just as uh, original. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and, and it's okay, you know, it makes sense with products and everything yeah. they bring. Yeah. But, um, yeah, if you ever want to really taste real mm -hmm. Mexican food, the only way to do it is just by going. Yeah. <laughs> I, then I, you'll see ooh. the difference. I agree. I'm afraid I might, if I go over there and start eating the food, and I'm already speaking Spanish. <laughs> I might stay. Oh, they love you. They I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I recently just fled for Christmas. I went to a cruise and uh, hang out before they closed it because as soon as we came back, they stopped all the cruises there. Mm. But uh, one of the tours was like unlimited margaritas. So the guy just keep coming to me like, what am I? Like, I don't drink. Margaritas? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'd be in heaven. Oh man. Okay. Anywho. 
<laughs> Maybe I might do a podcast about margaritas one day. That would be good. We got it. And we had the tamarino margarita, the strawberry one, the pineapple, and all kinds. Ooh. Oh, they're so good. Mango. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that one. That's like my favorite. very, very weak, you know, Ooh. and then like almost Ooh. nothing tequila, but okay. good. Ooh, and, and every show I'm hungry, so <laughs> and I always tell Douglas, "Tengo mucha hambre ahora." Like I'm so hungry every episode. I love but it. But we we're nearing the end of today's podcast. But I wanted to let all the listeners know that we we do have a special announcement with the Women with Purpose tour, and I wanted to let everyone know that you will be joining us as one of the newest speakers on tour the newest entrepreneurs out there empowering women with us and bringing that Hispanic culture. And that's something that I've conveyed to the ladies since the start of the Women With Purpose Tour is that we will be networking and we will be combining and communicating and out there empowering women, not just only in the Black community, but the Hispanic community as well. So I just want to thank you for joining the tour with us. Like, you don't know how much it means to me to have you join us. Um, I do appreciate you for allowing me to express um, <clears throat> the love that I have for the Hispanic community. Um, I, I appreciate that. And <clears throat> on my journey, learning Spanish and diving more into the culture, that is something that I've run into with almost every Hispanic person that I encounter with is that they appreciate that I'm learning the language and I'm trying to uh, learn more about the culture and that's been welcoming for me. So um, I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you. you joining the tour. Um, tell um, the listeners just a little bit about what you're going to bring to the tour. I'm so excited and same here. I'm so I'm so glad that we connected. I think it's the energy that brings us together. And this is what uh, we're going to be talking about. I think it's going to be a little bit of everything, mm -hmm. you know, about as a life coach, you know, just how can you connect your business with yourself? Mm. You know, who you are as a person. Are you ready to do the steps that it takes? Um, the more I talk to customers, to clients, um, you know, I find people that is all ready to go, you know, and I have this business and thought, okay, what is stopping you? Mm. Oh, well, it's because of uh, my kids. Was, okay, what well, you, you're finding a problem there. Okay. okay, but I'm ready to go with this, but my husband doesn't support me. So then <clears throat> you start finding out that the personal level that you find yourself currently mm. affects a lot mm -hmm. of what you're doing in it professional level That's true. so i'm here yeah. to try to help you find a balance between those two and how you can fix first your personal life mm -hmm. so you can continue growing in the professional level mm -hmm. you know yeah. if your mind is wandering around because your husband is cheating on you or you're getting divorced or something how can you be in your vices and your mind focus in everything that you need to grow your business mm -hmm. it is impossible you know we're humans we need to have that connection and we need to have the balance mm -hmm. so finding your balance to find the peace within yourself to be able to grow as a person and grow your business mm -hmm. 
I love that. That's and huge. Just to touch bases really quick on what you said about <clears throat> wives and husbands. Like my husband, he he supports me, but in different ways. So I just want to encourage any wives out there just to, what is your definition of support? Because my husband, he may not come to all of my events, but if I need cash, if I need money, if I need funding for my for my business, he's there to help. If I need even stuff to take it to the car, he'll help me get it to the car. Like little things like that, like that support. So maybe it's also people need to find like what what do you define support? What exactly. what level of support are you looking right. for? Because support can come in so many different ways. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, it can come emotional support. Mm -hmm. I'm there for you, you exactly. know, cheering you up all the uh -huh. way. It can come in a way that you carry the boxes and, and mm -hmm. you help me set up everything. Mm -hmm. It can come in the financial way. Well, mm -hmm. you're not here, but at least I have the financial money. Yep. But what you're expecting from your couple, <clears throat> from your partner to help you with, because maybe it's not enough mm -hmm. or maybe it's not what you need. Maybe it's not the money that you need, but some people think, I just want you to be proud of me. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're not mm -hmm. hearing that. Mm -hmm. And that person might not be happy. So that's when it comes to communication. Yep. And to know yourself, what are you looking for as a support mm -hmm. on your partner? So, as I said, I mean, we're going to build a business from the bottom, from the ground up. Mm -hmm. you know? And to me... A business, a relationship is like a table yep. with four legs. And if one of those legs is missing, everything is going to fall apart. Yep. So first we need to focus on you mm -hmm. so we can focus on everything else mm -hmm. that you're going to be making. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think another reason why we connect so well is because our birthdays. What, oh, a, yes! a day apart, right? <laughs> yes, I found that. Like, girl, I, I promise I was Virgo. not stalking you. <laughs> Just somehow appear there. <laughs> so we're going to be celebrating together this year. Yes, a <laughs> big party. And I'll okay. drink your margarita for you. Um, <laughs> you are awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I need this to come back here to me. I'll hold See, her. this is balance. See, we, See? We, we, we're really finding you. I love it. I love it. So, before we end today's show, just tell everyone where they can find you on your website, all of your information. Let us know. Okay, you can find me as Yvonne Faulkner dot com y v o n n e f a u l k n e r dot com or with my uh, art and sound therapy is pixmixer dot b p i c s mixer dot com and same thing in all the uh, social media pixmixer as on Facebook as on Instagram uh, follow me there. If you are of a Latino descendant, you can go and check out the latinasmarket.com, which is also a platform where you can sell your own products and and get connected. With. Now, we do have a lot of events. I do a lot of retreats, and they're open to anybody. Um, anybody that is friendly, anybody that wants to connect, anybody that wants to network. Um, that's my intention is to connect and to network regardless of who you are, where you come from, or any background that you mm -hmm. might have. 
if you have a smile in your face and a willingness to share with others, then you're more than welcome. I love so, that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you to all the listeners out there. Again, this Saturday, the Women with Purpose Tour Dallas at the Ballroom Surge from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. And I will be speaking at 115. So as long as you're there at 115, <laughs> you'll get to see me. Hey, <laughs> you'll be there. Be there. This is going to be great. Yes. It is. It is. And like I said, Yvonne, she's joining us on tour. Um, you'll get to see her speak and see her in action starting in the Fort Worth tour. And we'll have all the details for everyone as soon as that comes around. So y'all have a good day. And que tengo un buen día ustedes. <laughs> Excelente día. <laughs>